Hi, I'm Sid Newcomb, national head tester for the USPTA. You are listening to the PTM Podcast. Hi, and welcome to episode 30 of the PTM Podcast, powered by Racket Sports U. I'm your host, Chris Michalowski, a PTMer known as Coach Mick, broadcasting right here from warm and sunny Orlando, Florida. Well, if there was one question I would get as a teaching pro at the resort I used to work at in northern Michigan during a private lesson, it would be, what am I doing wrong? And that's basically asking me to diagnose their stroke. And today's special guest, Sid Newcomb, national tester for the USPTA, is going to tell us how he likes to diagnose stroke issues. But first, let me tell you a quick story. It's story time with Coach Mick. All right. When I was a teaching pro at a resort in northern Michigan, we would get a lot of summer members. They'd come up there and live on their lakes and everything in the summertime, and they would come take lessons from me. There was this one woman from downstate who gave me probably one of the stranger requests during a private lesson. The tricky part about working with a person that you don't usually work with on a regular basis is you don't know a lot about their game, and they're only out there for an hour or so. So it's basically like taking the USPTA test to tell you right before the lesson what they want to work on. And in a short amount of time, you need to diagnose their problem, progress through a few exercises, exercises or drills so they feel more comfortable and inspired at the end of a lesson feeling like they got something out of it. So I had a woman who was a 4.0 level player which sometimes is a little bit more difficult so I've got to be on the top of my game. So I usually talk to them and introduce myself real quick, ask them a few questions, what they want to work on and then I go out and I warm them up and while I'm warming them up that's where I usually come up with my diagnosis more than I would after the warm up as I'm feeding them balls maybe on a specific stroke because I'm seeing them more in a natural setting. So in my introduction, I asked her what she wanted to work on. And she said, I want to work on feeding lobs to my opponent during the warm-up. And I said, excuse me? And her issue was that she could never feed her opponent a good lob and just felt insecure about that and wanted to make sure she could do it before the match even started. So after we warmed up, I had her feed me a few lobs and I noticed that she would drop the ball and it would bounce about as high as her ankle and every lob seemed to be pretty much a volley for me. And she said, that's exactly what my opponents say. They even look mad at me. So she was just insecure during the warm-up, and this is not a good way to start the match. So I told her to either do a feed without letting the ball bounce, or if she let the ball bounce, let it go up at least as high as her belly button so she could get her racket underneath the ball, and that way it'd be easier to lob and give her opponent a few overheads before the match started. All right, so the lesson went really well. We worked on a couple other things, and the next week I asked her how it went because she does play in a few leagues during the summertime, and she said, wow, it's a lot easier to feed the lobs, and one thing I realized is that most of my opponents can't even hit an overhead anyway. So now I'm trying to get them up to the net so I can give them an overhead. Now, it was easy to diagnose the problem because I saw that the ball bounced so low to begin with, and I looked at how she was making contact, which is usually the key in determining why the ball does what it does. Now, that was easy for me that day, but it's always not that easy. So my special guest today, Sid Newcomb, USPTA national tester, is going to tell us how he likes to diagnose problems with his students. Let's listen in. And now today's special guest on the PTM podcast. Well, I'd like to welcome USPTA national head tester, Sid Newcomb, to the podcast. Welcome, Sid. Thanks, Coach Mick. It's great to be here. Not only is he the head tester, but he does, I believe you told me, 25 tests a year all over the country, and you oversee 21 testers from coast to coast, correct? Something like that. 25 tests, give or take, depending on the year, and 71 national testers. Whoa. And then you were also a director of tennis for 20 years prior to being the uh, national head tester for the USPTA. 
That's right. All things in the club business. All right. So speaking of club business, we're going to talk about the importance of diagnosis and stroke production, which is an important part of the USPTA test. Absolutely. So the good thing is that it's part of the USPTA test because it's such an important part of what we do as teaching pros, diagnosing whatever the issue is with our students. And to define diagnosis, that just means when you have somebody out there in a court, let's say in a private lesson, and you're working on forehands and they're having an issue, what you want to be able to do is pick out the primary issue so when they walk off that court they're going to be better than they were an hour ago or at least have a goal to work toward a month from now. That's the deal. So many uh, inexperienced pros that when they give lessons their diagnosis tends to be every ball they feed in terms of they feed a ball okay finish up on that one they feed a ball bend your knees on that you know it's way too much information instead of finding something that they can work on specifically during uh, whatever segment of the lesson it is. Yeah, because I found out when you do it that first way, you really don't give the students something to grab onto to go practice because they're like, okay, so what am I going to work on? Well, I said like 52 different things. So, uh, so picking one thing is real important when you're diagnosing. So how do you diagnose a stroke? Let's say in a private lesson, because that's easier than a group, because in a group, you're going to maybe diagnose the group theme wise, if you can, because you get four or five different people on court, but how would you do it in a private lesson? That's a great question. If you can start by removing your own stroke out of the lesson, especially if you're a good player, good players tend to have trouble diagnosing because they think their students, let's just stick with forehand for the sake of argument. Their students forehand should look like their forehand. So their grip should be like theirs. Their backswing should be their unit turn all their follow through. So take yourself out of the equation and say, now I'm a teaching pro, I'm a coach. How can I help my students stroke get better? And that's the start is to be observant of what your student stroke is like and then ask questions about it. Is this how this feels? What are the mistakes you make? What do you like about it? What is good about your stroke? And so those two things is observing and asking questions and removing yourself, so that's actually three things, are super important in the diagnosis. Now I like what you said about asking questions because as tennis teaching pros or as coaches, we feel like we're not supposed to be the guy with the questions. We're supposed to be the person with all the answers. And so when you have a question that makes you a little more vulnerable because now in their mind, they're thinking, wait a minute, why is he asking me a question? He's supposed to know what he's talking about. Yeah, a good pro has that humility, but also the confidence that the reason I'm asking the question is I want to get your feeling or your idea of what's going on with your stroke so that I can help you with the corrections. When you're diagnosing, it's all about questions. So the analogy is like when you take, like as a father, I take my little uh, kid to the doctor and I say, doctor, my daughter has a fever. And the doctor certainly is not just going to say, well, they may, but they're not going to say, okay, Sid, here is the prescription. They're going to ask a lot of questions. Well, when did it start? How high is the fever? So it's not that they don't have knowledge. They're just trying to get their head around the doctor's head. Same as teaching pros. We're trying to get our a diagnosis to specifically work with that student. And, and without questions and observations, you're just not going to get there. So what if you're just starting out? I mean, like for me as a seasoned pro, I feel pretty confident about going out there and working with anybody because I have this almost stroke in my head that I can overlay mm -hmm. when someone's hitting based on their style or whatever. And I can say, okay, well, this is what's not happening and I can diagnose it. But if you're just starting out, sometimes you don't know where to start when you're diagnosing. Where do you start? Well, once again, I'd start by letting them hit the ball. I think lessons start off on the wrong foot if you just start teaching all of a sudden. The first, right off the bat, okay, we're going to work on your forehand. So here, hit your ball. You're warmed up. Okay, so let's work on, take your racket back early. Let's, oh, get your contact, like I said before. Too many comments. Let me look at your stroke. Let's hit a few balls. Let's hit something that you do when you play. Your doubles play, okay, let's see your cross-court forehand. Oh, okay, those are... 
is that those are high shots. Are you trying to hit them at their feet? So now you got some ideas because you're looking at their shot and you're asking questions like, okay, well, we can work on maybe putting a little more spin on the ball because you're trying to hit it low. So I wouldn't have known that if I didn't know my student is primarily trying to get their forehand return low at the feet, and that's what they're struggling with. So I ask them, and then I look at it and say, okay, well, maybe we can add some spin. Well, how do you add spin? Now you're getting into the cure part because you've done a good job of diagnosing the issue. Wow, so that makes a lot of sense. So really getting a chance to go out there and hit with the student and observe is going to help you make the diagnosis, and that's going to be the key when you're teaching. So now if someone wants to know more about you or what the USPTA is up to, how can they get a hold of you? Well, I'd love for you guys to reach out to me. So I'm on the website, uspta.com. All you PTMers eventually are going to go through the process of certification. That's a great step. And the, the tester that works with you, uh, their main job is to make the, is to be like a mentoring role. It's not so much about the actual evaluation or test, but it's to just encourage you along the way to always keep learning and growing. You can never, you can never arrive in our great sport because as soon as you think you arrive, the game changes on you. So you got to keep learning. Well, Sid, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Great being here, Coach Mick. Wow, what a great interview with USPTA National Tester Sid Newcomb, and he'll be appearing on a few future podcasts as well. But bottom line, be observant, ask questions, and remove yourself and how you learn from the equation. Sid made a great point about asking questions because sometimes your cure isn't the cure they're looking for. And by asking the right questions, it's going to be easier to pinpoint out what to start looking for because you know the issues that your students are having. And hopefully, most of your students will be worried about the match and not the warm-up. Well, that wraps it up for episode 30 of the PTM Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, ask questions to be able to help you diagnose what problems your students are looking to overcome. Well, are you interested in a career in tennis or you know someone who is? Or maybe you want to start a PTM program in your own area. Either way, go to ptmprograms.com and RSU will get you started. And don't forget, there's a huge need for quality coaches and RSU wants to meet you right where you're at and help you reach your destination in the racket sports industry. And as always, if you know someone who may benefit from the podcast, please share it with them and thank you in advance for your support. Well, I'm Coach Mick and I want to thank you for listening and I hope you'll join me again for the next episode of the PTM Podcast. <laughs>